instead, what I really was concentrating on was to act almost as a coordinator between the subjects in front of the camera and the camera itself and sort of uh, coordinate the relationship that is built up. What my work is, is to set up situations where these things can really happen. Hello, and welcome back to The Director's Cut, brought to you by the Directors Guild of America. In today's episode, a renowned stage director learns to cope with his wife's unexpected passing in director Ryusuke Hamaguchi's drama from Japan, Drive My Car, which was screened as part of the DGA's global cinema series. Adapted from the short story by Haruki Murakami, the film follows an aging widowed actor who receives an offer to direct a production of Uncle Vanya. During the production, he is forced to confront painful truths from his past with the help of the young woman assigned to chauffeur him. In addition to Drive My Car, which earned Mr. Hamaguchi the Oscar for Best International Feature Film at the 94th Academy Awards, his other directorial works include the feature films Will of Fortune and Fantasy, Happy Hour, and Solaris. Following the Global Cinema Series screening of the film at the DGA Theater in Los Angeles, Mr. Hamaguchi speaks with director Victoria Hochberg about filming Drive My Car. The conversation is translated by Aiko Masubuchi and takes place via video from Japan. Listen on for their spoiler-filled conversation. Welcome, Ryusuke Hamaguchi, to the Directors Guild of America, and congratulations on your Oscar. Thank you very much. Can you hear them? Yes. Oh, good. Our audience has just seen your film, and so they are very anxious to hear what you have to say. So let's get started. So let's start at the beginning. The film is an adaptation of a, a Murakami's short story. Adaptation means that you must take something that already exists with its own integrity and make it your own, which you certainly did brilliantly. What are your thoughts about that process? How did that process work here? ですね。まあ、まず本当にいろいろ、まあ、この場にお招きいただいたことも uh, thank you, first of all, for inviting me to this space and also for your congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, and in regards to your question about adaptation, um, as you mentioned, this is a, a adaptation of Haruki Murakami's short story. And of course, it was a difficult process. I do believe that the better the original material, original story is, the harder it is to actually adapt uh, visually. Yeah. たことあの、
ていうと、その車の中で会話をするっていうことを通じてなんですけれども、そのセリフがそのままではないですけれども、この要素というのは、あのすごく意識するようにしました2人の率直なキャラクターっていうもので、その2人がだんだんだんだん話しながら、車の中で近づいていく、精神的に近づいていく様子っていうのを、あのちゃんと映画にしようと思いました。Uh, and so, for me, for the process of adaptation, I tried not to just chase after exactly what the words were doing. I didn't want to just literally adapt the words and what was happening in the story. What I,、um, because I knew that if I were to attempt that way, the imagination of the readers of the original story, my, my adaptation would never reach the heights that the readers' imaginations have. So, what I instead did was Um, had at the core of my adaptation the things that I received through my experience of reading the short story. And to me, the core of this is are the characters, Kafuku and Misaki, and also the relationship that develops between them. Within the original story, this means a, a big part of this is the conversations that happen in cars.、Um, and it's not,、um, and, it, and, and I think at the end of the day, it's really.、Um, I was trying to be, be as much as aware of the elements as possible of these conversations. And to me, that is related to the honesty of the characters and the fact that the relationship between the two characters b e c o m e closer and closer through these conversations. Good, thank you. Murakami's work also includes a brief reference to Uncle Vanya. However, the play becomes,、uh, becomes central to your film. Playing tapes in the car. Allows us to hear Vanya intercut with the bigger drama about Fakuku. This is done with great storytelling precision. Can you talk about that? What was that like? How did you go about knowing what to put where? <laughs> えっと、あのオリジナルの,あのストーリーの中にはあのバーニャおじさんというのはすごく短いあの行だったと思うんですけれども。まあ Okay. まあそのえ映画の核となるのが結構あの演劇の部分がすごく大きくなっていって、まあ、それが車の中のテープであったり、まあ、家福の,あの心情だったりキャラクターと一緒にあの組み合わさったりしてるんですけれどもどういうふうにこれを入れ込むどのような形で入れ込むっていうことを考えたのか。えっとまあそのおっっしゃった通りそのワーニャおじさんの引用原作にされているものはすごく短いんですけれどもただそのこれを映画の中で使用するっていう前提でワーニャおじさんを読んでいくと、まあ、このワーニャの心情というのは、まあ、下腹の心情ととても重なるものがあると思いましたそれはまあ自分が望むような人生を生きられなかった人だからですね。であのこのことがその映画の中でフラッシュバックをやモノローグを使用するっていうことの問題を解決してくれる気がしました。それを使用しないで済ませることができるような気がしました。というのは、まあ、家福がワーニャを演じるだけで、まあ、観客はその家福の心情というものをまあ想像し、あのまあコネクトできるようになるからです。で、まあ、そのような対応関係はおそらくソーニャと美咲の間にもあると思いました。で、この家福とワーニャ、ソーニャと美咲の間にある対応関係っていうものをまあお互い翻訳し合うような形であの展開しできないかということをあの考えました。Uh, so, as you mentioned,、um, in the original story, Uncle Vanya is、um, only mentioned very briefly.、Um, however, in reading、uh, Uncle Vanya again, knowing that I was going to use that for the film, I realized just how much of Kafuku's character seemed to be reflected in the character Uncle Vanya.、Um, and I think. 
Uh, and I think the reason being is that both of these characters are people who are living life in the way that they did not want to necessarily lead. Um, and I felt that by having this reflection and using the connection between these characters, I would be able to avoid using flashbacks in order to explain Kafuku's story. I felt that by having Uncle Vanya's lines being read through Kafuku, I'd be able to also show um, and indicate certain certain internal emotions and internal conflicts within Kafuku as a character. And I also felt that this reflection is happening between Sonia and also Misaki's character as well, and that the same thing was happening. And there's a sense in my mind that Uncle Vanya and the story that was happening in Drive My Car between um, with Misaki and Kafuku, they were sort of translating each other. And so I decided to use it in this way. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. It's wonderful. Thank you. Um, okay, we are at the Directors Guild, and many of us in this room go through much of what you portray on the screen in terms of the rehearsals. You have your director, Kafuku, tell the actors to, quote, just read the lines. In the West, Konstantin Stanislavski tells actors to feel the feelings. So can you speak about why you believe reading the lines is a good directorial approach? It と、ま、基本的にその役者が最終的に役を解釈して、その uh, so fundamentally speaking, I, I believe that the goal is the same in the sense that I am also uh, wanting the actors to interpret the emotions of their characters and then to express those emotions. And so the goal um, essentially is the same. Yet what I want to avoid when I'm working with my actors is for them to have a premeditated plan as to what kind of emotions they're going to bring onto the set. I don't want that emotion to be decided in advance, which then leads to sort of symbolic ways of expressing the emotions. And so what I want to really um, keep intact is the fact that text itself can have multitudes of interpretations. And I want those the actors to keep those multitudes alive. And so um, what I want is for the emotion to really come through from the interactions between actors themselves. And so, what, so in order to prepare for that, what I have is to have them do many repetitions of the text. So then what the preparation towards the shoot that I'm doing is actually having the text and the actors connect, the, the text to be internalized within the actors so then they can bring that self onto the set and the emotions can arise there. Beautiful, thank you. Um, <clears throat> the scene at the trash facility is remarkable. The two characters are getting to know each other, uh, Fakuku and, and uh, his driver, more, much more intimately. Yet outside on the steps, you hold on that single overhead shot very far away from them 
with the amazing visual geometry in the frame itself, divided in, by the steps, the, the, the promenade and the, and the ocean. What was the genesis of shooting that part of the script in that space? ま、あの、ま、あの、しょうがなかったので、ま、タバコを吸わせるというプランは、あの、キープしたかったので、あの、ま、彼らの関係性として、ま、並んで吸うよりも少し距離があるものだろうということで、その階段を使った。で、その階段に、あの、三崎が座
How did you speak to your cinematographer about what you were after? <clears throat> How did you collaborate with him? <laughs> まあ、まずあの、まあ、タバコのことに関してはあ,のありがとうございます。でも日本でも最近こういうふうにタバコをあの見せることは難しくなっているのであの、まあ、こういうふうに、まあ、私は、まあ、自分はタバコ吸わないんですけどこういうふうに、まあ、やっぱ人を切り分ける機能があるっていうのがなんかとても、まあ、好きなんです。まあ、まずちょっとここまで切り分けるというとあ、まあ、人をまあ分離させるというか分離させたり、まあ、一つのところにあの刀を回らせるということはとても好きなんです。So,、uh, thank you for what you said. I just wanted to say something towards your comment about the cigarette because it's actually really、uh, it's getting more difficult to show、um, smoking in Japan as well. So, I understand what you're saying.、Um, and personally, I actually don't smoke, but I agree that I do feel like smoking is a very good device in order to be able to separate out characters and also have characters to, to stay in a, a place as well. でそのまあ、撮影監督との共同作業に関して言うと、まあ、これは篠宮秀俊さんという,もう私と同い年の方ですけれどもあの、まあ、この世代の中で最も優秀な撮影監督の一人だと思いますなので、まあ、やることは、まあ、本当にあのお任せをするということがまあ第一なんですけれどもそのなんていうんですかね、画面に関して彼の方が私よりはるかにずっと分かっている。なのでそんなに多くを言う必要はないんですけれども唯一お願いをしたのはあのまあカメラの都合で、まあ、一歩たりとも、まあ、あの役者を動かさないでくれと、まあ、その角度もほんの少しも役者にオーダーして変えさせるようなことはしないでくれともしその何かあの違うと思ったらそれはカメラの方を常に動かしてくれということを言いましたであの、まあ、この原則を彼はまあ守ってくれたなので、まあ、彼は常にまあなんていうかリアクティブというか反応するような立場で撮っていました。あの俳優たちを一切限定することなく、まあ、リハーサルを見て、この位置でカメラを構えていれば、あの素晴らしい形でフレームに収めることができるっていうことを、毎度毎度あの繰り返していた、本当にそれは驚くべきことだと思います。なので、すごくドキュメンタリー的に撮られているんですけれども、彼の素晴らしい能力のおかげで、まあ、きっとそういうふうには見えないと思います。あのそれは本当にあの彼のすごい能力だと思ってます。Uh, so, the cinematographer of this film is Hidetoshi Shinomiya.、Uh, he's actually the same age as I am,、um, and I consider him to be one of the best cinematographers of our, of our generation in Japan.、Um, and so, first and foremost, I was basically leaving a lot of decisions up to him because I have、uh, confidence in the fact that he understands the frame far better than I can.、Um, but one thing I did ask of him is to never move the actors. Because of the camera, to never order the actors to move their、uh, directions because of the camera's needs. And so, to instead, if something was、uh, difficult to shoot, then always move the camera instead of asking the actors to move. And so, he really stuck to this promise. And so, as a cinematographer, he was acting quite reactively.、Um, and so, he never once limited the actors themselves. Um, and what he would do is see the rehearsal come in and then decide that,、oh, okay, if I place the camera here, then I can shoot in this way. And so, in some ways, it was shot, the process almost is shot as if it was a documentary, but it doesn't look that way.、No. And I think that really is because of him and the skills that he brought onto set. Wow. It, it doesn't look like a documentary. It really looks like the film by an, a painter, an artist. It's just amazing.、Oh. Okay, I'm going to move on.、Um, the person who plays Yoon Lee, the Korean dramaturg's wife, a mute wife, her use of sign is like a dance. She is exquisite in her movements. Is she really mute? I doubt it, but 
I just wanted to know. And how did you work with her to create that incredible performance? あの、ミュートの方ではありません。ま、普通に教師の方ですね。ま、普通に喋れます。なので、ま、彼女はこの手話っていうものを、ま、この役が決まってからま、トレーニングをしました。で、実際この自身がコーチもつけたし、ま、
撮影だったというふうに思います。これはもう本当にあのまあこちらにできることはものすごく少ない。あのできるだけまあ安全に、そしてまああの自分たちが望んでいるような映像を得られるようにまあ準備をする。ただまあ毎回その照明を変えるのに特にまあ夜間は1時間から2時間ぐらいはかかるので、あのそれを待っている間感情を保っている役者は本当に大変だったと思いますけれども、あのまあ彼らをその状況に放り込むしかなかった。そして彼らは本当にとてもよくやってくれたと思います。あの感情をちゃんとキープしてそれを表現してくれた、まあ、それは本当に役者のおかげだと思います。Uh, so, of course, shooting in cars is a very difficult task. And I knew that going into it, that it was going to be difficult, especially because it takes a lot of time to set up. And it means that the actors also have to keep up their concentrations for a very long time. And therefore, it must have been a very difficult shoot for them. And so, in terms of what I can do, what I can do is quite limited, except for the fact that I can make, I, I tried to make sure it was a safe space for these actors to perform and that we, we tried to do our best to be able to shoot what we wanted to shoot. Especially with these nighttime scenes, it would take perhaps one or two hours even to just light this, light the shot. And so, there was a lot of waiting time.、Um, and And it meant that the, all the actors can really do in that time is to really sit and wait. And then they also had to keep their, maintain their concentration. But yet they still managed to keep the emotions, keep the concentration. And I think it's really a result of wonderful actors. The entire film is infused with a sense of balance and calmness. The way it's shot, the performances, the tempo, and the overall feeling. How did you achieve that directorial vision? でもまあまあどうまあ、でも、そのやったことというのは、でも今までお話をしたようなことだったんですよね、その役者たちと十分に時間をかけてまあ準備をする、でそのことによって自分が指示を出さなくても、まあ、役者たちが自発的にまあこの状況でまあどういう表現をすべきかということをまあ理解できるようにする、まあ、その自信を持ってもらうということ、でもう一つは、その役者たちがまあできる限り限定されないように、えー、ただ、基本的にはスタッフに対してもまあお任せをするということ。でまあ、この2つ、まあ、その役者もスタッフもある種、自発性をまあ引き出していくで、本当に何か方向性が違うときだけ自分が何かものを言うということをしていました、なので自分がしたことはあの決して多くないと思います、その被写体とカメラの関係をまあコーディネートするということをひたすらした、でその時に一番重要だったのは、一人一人がまあ自分が何をすべきか分かっている、まあ、そういう現場を作ることだったと思います。So, what I did really comes down to a lot of the things that I've already talked about, mainly the fact that I took a lot of time to work with the actors and prepare with the actors and to really、um, make sure that the actors had the confidence to really move according to their own volitions.、Um, and so that I didn't necessarily have to give direction, but they, they could feel and have the confidence to move themselves. And I felt this, I did the same thing with the crew as well. I basically really left a lot up to them.、Uh, To make the decisions and have the confidence to make those decisions.、Um, it's really only when I felt that the it, things were headed towards the wrong direction that I tried to steer it back.、Uh, but really,、uh, at the, I think there's not too much that I necessarily did.、Um, but instead, what I really was concentrating on was to. Act almost as a coordinator between the subject in front of the camera and the camera itself and sort of、uh, coordinate the relationship that is built up. And I, what my work is, is to set up situations where these things can really happen. Wow, that's wonderful. Wonderful. You're very generous with your praise and credit to others. That's really lovely. Okay, we're coming down the home stretch. 
uh, just a couple of um, nuts and bolts. The knocks on the table after each actor's lines are done. Uh, can you t explain that to us? Because we don't, we don't do that here. あ、はい、はい。まあ、これは本当に多言語演劇だからです。あの、多言語演劇で彼らはま、少なくとも一番最初の段階ではま、音と意味の関係がお互いわからないわけですね。なので、ま、このあのセリフはここまでですっていうこと
but but fundamentally speaking, I do feel that sex scenes are not in film are not necessarily all that interesting. I think this is something that Jean Cassavetes have said in the has said in the past, saying that if in order to express two people truly in love, you can't really express that with just a sex scene. Um, and I I agree with that. Um, for me, I was thinking about this scene more as a conversation scene. I knew that I wrote this scene with the intention of shooting a conversation that was also happening. Well, that was some conversation, I'll have to say. It was, it was yes, it was a, definitely a conversation. She's telling a story. And it's just beautiful because they are so in sync in so many different ways. And also you have two very beautiful people. And it just was, it, I agree 100%. We, I don't generally like to see sex scenes because they're just, you know, we can't participate. We're just watching. But this was special. This was, you did a beautiful job, even though you, you don't like to do it, I guess. And I don't blame you. But um, it was really fascinating to me to, to see what you made. And this was not in the original story at all, I don't think. I don't remember that. But, uh, が、ま、とても重要であるっていうことは理解をしていて、この uh, yes, you're right. So that scene is not in the original story, as you said. Um, but I think this scene really worked at the end of the day because of the power of the actors who yes. expressed this scene. Um, the the two knew just how important of a scene this was. And I felt that through the rehearsals, they were really bringing a lot uh, to the scene. I, th I think they were able to express that in the moment that they're physically incredibly close to each other, it, it meant that perhaps their hearts were actually far apart. And I think this, the, the fact that this was so well expressed was really because of the strength of the actors and yeah. what they did through the performance. Well, again, you're being very generous. So, And of course, actors do deserve that praise, but there was something really special about that. Um, you've talked a little bit about this before, but I want to get back to it a little bit. Many of your scenes are enhanced by silence. American films are in a rush to tell things and show things. Your film seems not to be in such a hurry. Do, do you choose this deliberately or is this just a cultural difference that expresses itself in the difference uh, between us? こんなにその沈黙について言っていただくのはまあもしかしたら初めてかもしれなくてというのはまあ自分の映画はまあよくそんなに喋るわねみたいなことをよくまあ言われる映画まあどっちかというとおしゃべりな映画としてまあ日本
という印象があるかもしれないですけれども、でも西島さんが、まあ、セリフが少ないですよねっていうことをまあ人から言われて、いや、全然たくさんありますと、めちゃくちゃ大変でしたよっていうことをおっしゃっていましたけれども、まあ、これはまあ実際そうだと思います。あのこの沈黙の,まあその印象っていうのが、一体どうやって作り出されているのかっていうのは、自分もわからないところです。まあ、間をたくさん取っているっていうことなのかもしれません。ただ自分自分身は、まあ、沈黙っていうのはあの、まあ、そんなに意識をしたことはない、ただ、まあ、その役者たちに言っていたのは、まあ、その覚えたセリフが本当に言うべきと思ったタイミングで言ってほしいということです、彼らがその場で感じたことをやって、まあ、そのまま発言してほしいと思っていたので、彼らが取って,取っている間っていうものが、まあ、そういう沈黙の印象につながっている、まあ、彼らが本当に何かを言おうとするときに、そういう沈黙を必要としたのかもしれないなと思います。So, this might be the first time that so many people have pointed out about silence in my films because actually in Japan, I'm I'm seen as a director who makes very chatty films.、Um, I make a lot of chatty films. Uh, uh, people, people say that about, about me in Japan. However, Drive My Car may be the first time that a lot of people have been really pointing to the silence in the film.、Um, but I think this leads this. Stems from the characters' personalities, Kafuku and Misaki's personalities, because they're both characters who don't don't necessarily talk more than necessary. Maybe perhaps it means that they don't talk too much. And there is one point,、uh, the actor Nishijima, he was told that, oh, you, there's not much dialogue in your role. And he had responded saying, actually, there's, there was actually a lot of dialogue. It was very difficult to prepare for the role. But so then it makes me wonder what it is that、uh, leaves a lot of silence deep into the impressions of the audience's minds, that silence is so big in their minds. Perhaps that is a result of the pauses that exist.、Um, and one thing that I did ask of my actors is to only really say their dialogue when they feel the necessity, the need to say that. The, those words. And so I think that the pauses that the actors are perhaps taking are, are leading for people to think about the silences and the moments of silence.、Um, and I think that silence has been necessary for the actors and the, and the characters to feel that they are able to utter something truthful. Yes. Truthful, yes, exactly.、Um, okay, I have one last question. I have never wished to be able to speak Japanese as much as I do right now, but your interpreter, thank you so much for, you're really amazing. I don't know how you do that.、Um, okay, so one last question. As a person who believes in giving credit where credit is due, I love that you held on a shot of that sob at the end, as if it were also taking a bow. Or is that just my imagination? は最後の,あのシーンのことなんですけれども、はい、あのサーブをすごい長い間ずっと撮り続けてた感じが、うん、それが素晴らしいなと思ったんですけど、うん、私の中ではそれはサーブ自身も最後にあの劇の終わりみたいにお辞儀しているような感覚だったんです、うんはいはい、それは私だけの思い,い,いや、そんなことはないと思います。そう言っていただいてとてもありがたい気持ちです。というのは、まあ、我々も本当にこのサーブを登場人物の一人のように感じながら撮っていたからです。このサーブは本当にあのなんていうんですかね、本当に赤いオイルを吐いて、まあ、まるで血を吐いているようなあのことを繰り返しながら、あの最後まで、撮影の最後まで付き合ってくれていて、で本当にあの生きているような感覚っていうのを持って、ていましたあの一番最後ではなくてその雪山の後であの
サーブからその雲が抜けていって、サーブに光が差していくところがありますけれども、あれが取れたときに、まあ我々も本当にこのサーブが、あのこの北海道まで来て、まあ、本当にあのよく頑張ってくれて、最後の挨拶をしてくれてるような印象っていうのを受けました。なので、あのビクトリアさんがおっしゃったことというのは、まあ我々も感じていたことだと思います。No, I, I think I'm really thankful that you say that because while we were shooting the film, we really did feel like so- the Saab itself was its own protagonist while we were shooting. In fact, it really worked incredibly hard for us from beginning to end that it was sort of spitting out red oil almost as if it was spitting out blood as it was really trying to work its way through to the very end. And there was a sense for us that the Saab was in fact a living being.、Um, and so this isn't the final scene, but it, when we were shooting the scene in the snow,、um, and then there's A shot where the clouds part and the light shines in onto the Saab.、Um, in that moment, we really did feel like the Saab was taking a bow. And so、oh, I don't good, think it. I definitely got that. that. I mean, and it was at the moment in the snow. Okay, well, I have some more questions, but we have run out of time. So that means that you will have to come back and I will ask questions from this film when you come back with your next film. But.、Um, I just want to thank you so much. It's really been an honor having you here. And I hope you can come back again when you finish your next film. And thank you so much for this remarkable evening and for this extraordinary film. Really beautiful, beautiful film. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And your interpreter as well. Thank you very much. Thank you. まあ、DGA という本当に素晴らしい場所に呼んでいただけて、まあ、そういうふうなコメントをいただけて本当に嬉しく思いますあの皆さんの顔が見れていないのは残念ですけれどもあの次の映画で必ずまたアメリカにも伺いたいと思います本当に今日はありがとうございました Um, thank you so much for inviting me to such a wonderful place like DGA.、Um, I'm really thankful for all the comments that you've made. I, I'm, I'm sad that I'm unable to see everybody's faces right now, but I definitely will come back with my next film and be able to go back to the US. And I really look forward to that. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to another DGA QA. If you'd like to hear more, The Director's Cut is available wherever you listen to podcasts. And please share, subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear your feedback, and you can help fellow film buffs find the show. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by the Directors Guild of America 